All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show a couple of the guys from the quickly rising rock band Gunshine, Mr. Austin Ingerman and Jordan Benson. What is up, fellas? Good to be here. Well, I'm glad you guys are here, man. I've been uh, listening to your stuff for a few months. I, I actually stumbled across you guys on TikTok, and just like I was telling, uh, yeah, man, just like I was telling Austin earlier, I was like, when I heard it, I was Thank like, you. fuck, man, who, who the fuck are these guys? And um, <laughs> it just brought me back to my, my you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I'm in my 50s now. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, hell yeah. I got I to gotta dive into this shit a little bit more. So anyway, so that's how I discovered you guys. And um, so before we get into the uh, the current music and your, and your future single drops and EP drops, let's get Austin first. Tell me a little bit about how you first got into music and like your journey you don't have to get like like really in, in depth with it but just kind of a synopsis of how you got into music how you got into guitar playing and and, and going forth with that yes yeah, so I, I started playing guitar when i was around seven or eight my dad had like a stevie ray Vaughan concert or something on the tv and my dad had actually bought me a guitar in the house even before i played he kind of just wanted me to have he, you know, my dad actually plays bass, and he's he's a um, a really good sound guy as well. So he he grew up around music. He's always uh, he was just always showing me all all kinds of different songs and bands. So he had a guitar in the house even before I played. And uh, eventually, I just I saw that concert of Stevie Ray Vaughan on TV, and I was like, okay, I want I want to get I want to get lessons now. I want to do that. Wow. So um, I kind of I you know I did the whole thing where you. It was sort of a classical setting, I guess, where they kind of, you know, you're reading music and kind of learning out of a book and all that stuff. But uh, but then I had some great teachers that just were showing me, you know, Led Zeppelin riffs and ACDC and stuff like that. And uh, I really didn't take it super seriously until I was about 17 when I started getting paid to play, like in bars and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually I went to Music Musicians Institute out in uh, Hollywood, California, and I, I graduated from there. So had that was an incredible time, incredible journey. Um, and that's actually where I met uh, Chris Collier, who, who mixed the Gunshine album. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got my touring gig with New Year's Day and all that stuff. So anyways, yeah, um, in, in terms of starting music and, and guitar, that's kind of that's kind of how it went for me. Awesome. Jordan, what about you? Well, what's your journey as a vocalist getting into music? Well, I mean, my whole whole uh, my whole family is really musical, and we started from the time I was I was really young. It was just kind of a thing that when a new child is born in the family, they just uh-huh. sound like, okay, what's what's he gonna do? You know, what's what's he gonna play? And from a very early age, you know, my brother played guitar, so um, so I wanted to play with him, and I tried playing guitar, but. I play guitar some, you know, now, but um, it's, it's, um, I wound up learning the piano. Oh, cool. And I was singing so my brother and I could play together growing up, and, um, and, um, and from there I learned, you know, several other instruments, uh, you know, but I was, I was always a bit of a songwriter, and I was always this, I was always the one singing. Everybody wanted me to sing something all the time. That was that was always it. And I was always this, you know, just massive ACDC fan. I loved the sound of Brian Johnson. Yeah, I loved, I 
I love Journey. I'm a massive Journey fan as well. Nice. And uh, Sticks and, you know, uh, there's some others. Foreigner. I love them. It's, it's just, I was really influenced, you know, by a lot of that, that scene and in my, my songwriting. You know, I just always tried to, you know, focus on the key elements that made their songs good songs. You know, I just always wanted to still be in that arena. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. So tell me, tell me how um, awesome, like, how did Gunshine come about? How, how was that band birthed? Yeah, so, um, so really this band was a vision that... I had kind of had in my head for a long time. Uh, I, I really just, I wanted to have a band that, that just had attitude, um, just created songs. You know, I really felt that there was, uh, you know, in, there's so many rock bands, like we were talking about earlier, that kind of have the, the dark, depressing lyrics and, and all this stuff. And I really, I just had a vision for a band that was just, you know, very attitude driven, kind of bringing, bringing the fun, bringing the party back to rock and roll and just, um, giving people an escape. And I just kind of, I was seeing that in my head, but um, it just took so many years to get all the right pieces together. So um, the drummer James and I had known each other for about uh, six or seven years. We had played in different projects together. I did some guitar instrumental stuff and he kind of played drums on that. Um, and in the meantime, I was going to MI out in Hollywood and got a gig touring with a band called New Year's Day. And we toured with like Hailstorm, uh, In This Moment, Don nice. Mac, Falling in Reverse, yeah, bands like that. So I did that for a few years, which was great because I got a lot of tour experience, you know, and all that stuff. But I was really more or less kind of a hired gun in that band. And I still, um, just like Jordan said, I, I'm, I'm really big into songwriting. And I always yeah. had these riffs and ideas in my head that I really wanted to get out. And, um, but again, I just needed to have all the, the kind of the right pieces to execute that vision. So, um, it, basically it was around the time when the COVID stuff happened, I was getting off tour with New Year's Day. We had just flown home from Europe when the whole world shut down. Wow. And, um, and it kind of just, the, the, the break from touring kind of gave me a chance to, really say okay i've got to do whatever i have to do to get this band off the ground and we were you know we were driving across the country to try out different singers and i've been doing that for years i did that in california trying different singers and it just wasn't the right thing you know so somebody said hey you should get uh i was i was back home in pensacola florida where, where i'm from and somebody said hey you should get this guy um jordan to sing on try to sing on your demos and you know, at that point, I was actually pretty scarred, to be honest with you, with singers. I was just like, we had tried so many, and it just yeah. us off. I'm thinking like, oh, he, you know, he's at the, you know, he was doing, at the time, he does the, he's, he's a dueling piano player at a, at a bar in Pensacola, and that's how I found out about him. So I didn't know if he was locked into doing that, you know, full-time or whatever. But anyways, uh, long story long, I got him over to jam and we wrote Wall said to call together in one day and it was just kind of like yeah it just it just flowed really we knew. i'm about yeah, to say you guys probably knew right then and there you probably knew it we knew yep i yeah. bet you guys and knew so, it so uh it was kind of the best case scenario my my original plan was to just get different singers to sing different songs or whatever but you know when jordan came over it was just like he was like all right when are we going on tour you know it was just very 
he had the right attitude, the right. Um, we just had a good chemistry writing together, and then we proceeded to write the the whole album together, and it just we all we all just the, everybody in the band just get really well together. So yeah, it just worked out. That's great. Now, as far as songwriting goes, is is it is it a is it a group collaboration, or is there, are you two like the main songwriters? How's that work? I would um, say it's I would say it's a bit of a group collaboration. I mean, Austin and I definitely spent a lot of time together working on lyrics and dialing in lyrics and um, you know, and ripped ideas. Mm. But I mean, like on this last project, we had a couple of songs even that we had. Um, we had almost finished, and I mean, there was one day even, I said, okay, we have this massive song, we need all hands on deck right now. Wow. Yeah. And, and we called the whole band in, and it was, uh, and switches off, you know, but I mean, it's definitely a group collaboration. I mean, I've always been a, a bit of a lyricist, you know, and I was writing in Nashville, my, um, my publisher there, he wouldn't even listen to a song until he had um, he had read the lyric sheet over, and if he couldn't picture an image in his head, he wouldn't even listen to oh, it. He'd, wow. actually, uh, he'd actually put his sheet back, and he said, no, nah, you need to work on this. Damn. It always had to be written in an image. You right. know, you wanted to picture certain things happening whenever you hear words you want to be able to have an imagination and picture a scene going inside of your mind of what's going on and that's that's kind of been my approach from the beginning wow that's uh, that's really interesting because music does people want to be moved when they hear music and they want to be able to right. have that picture to be painted for them you know what right. I mean? so that's pretty pretty interesting you can't say i, I feel happy you have to to show them an element inside of the song or show them a situation inside the song that that allows your audience to place themselves in that situation and uh -huh. then they feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the way you do it. <laughs> and you know, the yeah. thing I noticed about, about you, the whole band, but I got you two now, so I'm talking to you two. Um, Austin, your guitar playing is fucking nuts. I'm just going to say that right now, man. You're, I concur. <laughs> you're, I've been playing for 35 years, um, and I am nowhere near even in the same solar system as you are. I mean, you are fucking nuts. I mean, really, really, like, scary good. And, and Jordan, your vocals are fucking just as insane. And, and, and the thing that separates, I think, you two from a lot of other bands is how natural and, like, easy it comes. I mean, I'm sure you guys work hard at it. But you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of singers, and I've seen a lot of singers that would, like, require, like, surgery after probably singing two or three of your songs, and you just fucking knock that shit out. Um, that's a one-two punch that's really going to bode well for you guys, I think, honestly. Oh, thank, thank you very much for saying that. We, uh, yeah, thank you. We, we, work, we do work really hard at it, you know. We, uh, I'm like, you know, spending an hour backstage warming up trying to play these songs. You know, nuts is actually a really good way to describe it. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, because it is. But uh, we really just try to just write the very best songs we can. Yeah. That's always priority number one, you know. Like, we, we're, I'm a huge melody guy, you know. I was just raised on all that. I love Boston and raised on, um, 
I mean, even just whatever's catchy, like even the good, like, I mean, Britney Spears stuff growing up and all that, yeah. whatever. I mean, any, you know, that stuff is, is super hookier, you know, and, and just anything, um, obviously, like, like Jordan mentioned, ACDC, you know, we love, we love everything, really. So it's, yeah. it's, um, but we just try to write the best songs we can, like, like Jordan yeah. come out with the lyrics and we, uh, we just try to make it, make it catchy, make it fun. Yeah. And, and then the chops part of things, you know, the, the guitar playing or whatever. And that's all just kind of extra. And we, we, but we do always, we try to put the song first. And, uh, but we are very blessed that the band is also, we, we kind of have a super, uh, a super group, I guess, you know, and everybody super talented. Yeah. We're all a bunch of multi-instrumentalists. That's incredible. Yeah, that's, 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 I mean, I play several instruments, Pat play several instruments yeah. james is our drummer and actually he's he's made his living a lot around town going around and playing acoustic shows <laughs> yeah <laughs> with an acoustic guitar <laughs> you know i saw just real quick i i, I saw you you know that tv show the view with uh whoopi goldberg and all them they had um prince before prince passed away prince yeah. came out and surprised everybody nobody knew he was coming he just showed up even the even the yeah. uh the, the panel were, were like shocked and he was there because he was playing a concert in New York City. But anyway, so he sat down for a few yeah. minutes, and Barbara Walters asked him. You know, he, she said that Justin Bieber was was their guest like a few weeks prior to that, and um, and and so Barbara said, "What are your thoughts on Justin Bieber? Because he's a big fan of yours." And Prince looked at her and kind of had that little cockeyed smile. He says, "Yeah, he's a good kid. I just wish you'd pick up a guitar." I was like, "Oh, I was like, wow." But that's the thing, man. Like, yeah. what separates a lot of. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to hate on Justin Bieber because he's a pretty good songwriter. Yeah. But I, 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 I love multi instrumentalists. That's what musicianship's all about, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there's people that don't play guitar at all that are amazing. But I like the fact that you guys are all instrumentalists. Yeah, we um. We've definitely spent a lot of time working on it and uh, showed everything we can to. Uh, I, 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 there's always a quote for Bozzy that I like saying, and it's, it's um, he said once, you know, if he writes a song, he writes it for himself. You know, if somebody else likes it, that's a plus. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's pretty cool. That sounds like Ozzy for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I saw exactly like us. Yeah, when I was in the navy, I was in the navy, and this is how old I am. In 1986, I saw Metallica open up for Ozzy. Nice at the Norfolk nice. Coliseum in Norfolk, Virginia, and um, Jakey Lee was a guitarist for Ozzy back then. But at the end of the concert, when Ozzy's encore, he played Paranoid, and then all the band members from Metallica walked out on the stage with Ozzy's band, and they all just jammed that fucking song together. It was insane. Something oh, that's awesome. Forget. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Now, speaking of piano, before the Jordan, do you do you guys incorporate piano into any of your songs? We we put some keys on two songs that'll be the next um, songs yeah. released this year. But, um, yeah, but most of everything is it's guitar driven. Yeah, you know, but um. Yeah, we we definitely snuck some keys in on the on a few of these these newer songs. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, so let's talk about. Well, first of all, the the, the debut album is all over 
social media now, is, and, and I, I'm getting, I'm getting to feel like it's really gaining momentum too. Honestly, yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah I, I can see it. I can feel that. Um, now, me and, and and Austin talked a little bit about the producer previous to going live. So, touch on that a little bit about who produces record because the guy's a heavy hitter. Yeah. Um, so it was produced by and mixed and mastered by Chris Collier, and uh, I met him actually when I was out in California going to MI. But he is an incredible, also uh, multi instrumentalist. He is an incredible producer, mixer, um, and he he actually because it was before we before Pat was in the band, he actually played bass on the first record as well. Wow. And just, yeah, just phenomenal. Um, phenomenal musician um and he he's the producer for corn white snake yeah he's he's doing the new mick mars record yeah like i mentioned lynch mob kxm but i mean the list goes on and on he does a lot of modern bands uh, just like but like i said he he adds a very heavy duty sort of production quality to it and just makes it sound huge you know and it definitely helps the songs translate the very best they possibly can they have that crisp polished just ass kicking sound. They just do. They have they have they have that it factor going, man. There's something there. Um, yeah. All right. So, Jordan, your your stage presence. Talk about that again because that's another thing. When I see a band, I I I, I don't want to see a bunch of robots up there. Um, you guys have that too, man. And Jordan, your stage presence. Well, um, talk about it. My being in the dueling piano scene and I was also Jay Michael Harder's um, band director out of Nashville for a while um, but in the dueling scene you're pretty much forced to be a front man I mean you're kind of thrown to the wolves wow. so the first time I ever set up on a dueling piano stage um, it was in Myrtle Beach South Carolina and there were literally about, about 1300 people there Jesus and I got up and I sat down on the piano and I played Come Sail Away. But I mean, that was the whole <laughs> whole thing. Uh, 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 the name of the game in, in, in dueling is clap along, sing along. Okay. And the more you get the crowd clapping along, the more you get the crowd singing along. You know, that was always the, that's what makes you a good dueling piano player so i guess in my years of experience in doing that i just automatically learned how to reach out and ah okay that makes sense kind of grab a crowd by the gonads and yeah you know bring them in and they're going to be on my team and they're going to have a good time whether they want to or not that's that was, that was <laughs> my, my whole felt thing with it so it's uh you know so and stepping into the rock scene it was um it was uh, it was a bit interesting for me because I'm used to having an instrument in my hands, and, ah, yeah. and I've had to to really get used to not having an instrument in my hands. Yeah. I've had to get used to, um, you know, to just holding a microphone. So I did a little short mic stand, so I have something to hold on to still. You know, because honestly, man, I feel half naked up there sometimes. I can see I that. Have an instrument in my hands. It's. Um, you know, so yeah, when you sit down on a piano or playing a guitar or, you know, something, you know, just standing there with a microphone, I've got to move and i got to have something to hold on to. But that's just it, so. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned sticks and come sail away. 
Um, I was just telling Austin earlier before before we started that I had sticks. Sticks has been on this podcast twice. And, um, sticks, nice. Yeah, and, and I was just telling Austin that David Coverdale from White Snake saw my tweet about it, so he retweeted it for me. I thought that was pretty cool. Awesome, man. All right. Um, a couple more things that I'll let you guys go. Let's talk about the act. Let's actually talk about the record now. Um, there's sure. so many great songs on it, man. My, I have a favorite, so tell me, do you have any favorites, each of you guys? Do you have any favorites? My favorite is Meet You There. For the first album, I love Meet You There. Okay. I think it's just an, it's, it's a, it is a masterpiece. I mean, like, all the licks that Austin came up with on the guitar for that. It's yeah. just, I mean, you don't hear anybody playing music like that anymore. I mean, this is like, it's like, it's almost similar to Dio. Like, it's, it, it pisses back in that just yeah. really just like righteous, you know, really kingdom style of zone. You know, it just made me, and I love Meet You There. That's my favorite. What about you, Austin? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's, it is hard to pick because they, they all kind of do different things for me. You know, it's kind of like depending on what mood I'm in. And, and uh, you know, it, it is like picking your like a favorite kid or something, I guess. Yeah. yeah it is. That's a good <laughs> so, analogy. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm really proud of how Feel All Right came together. Uh, I was my, that's the song. That, that's um, my favorite one. I, I really am proud of, of that one for sure because it was just that – it was one of those chorus melodies that you know is good. I kind of just woke up with that yeah. sort of idea in my head. I remember texting Jordan and saying, "Hey, dude, I really think I got a banger. Like, let's let's write this." And then he comes over and like we we wrote that together in like one day. And it's just like it really we were was. actually planning on writing a different song that day entirely. Oh, wow. We had a different rift idea. I want to say, and he called me that morning and he said hey man i think i got a banger on our heads here and i said all right man yeah let's sit down and do that yeah. so I went over and we sat down and wrote feel all right i want to say in a few hours and then we're like okay let's start another song we actually started some you know we may have gotten through about a song and a half wow yeah uh, day, feel all right it just fell out it was a, it was a perfect song who, whose idea yeah, was it uh, for for um Jordan, was that your idea to come in, like, to, to intro the song, like, with vocals, with nothing behind you right in the beginning? Um, not that it was kind of a mutual thing. I mean, Austin and I, great minds think alike. Yeah. A lot of times we'll kind of have this, this, um, and then we just started off, off with the song, and then a little later, it was, it was, well, okay, you know, we're, we're gonna, and it might even sound good, just started off. In the very beginning, I love that. that you know, it just reaches out and grabs you. My vibe because it feels so good to feel all right. Yep, that was it. I like that because it's it's just the vocals in the beginning. There's nothing behind you. It's just your vocals, yeah. and it just kind of like reaches out and grabs you by the neck and just pulls you in. And then, and then all of a sudden, yeah. and then yeah, awesome does, comes, yeah. comes in. And I also like that little pause too. Do that little pause you guys do before the the, the banger part of the song kicks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. That little timing right there. I love that shit. That was Austin. That was Austin. I'll give, I'll, I'll give him credit. There you go. There you go. For credits due on that. That was, that was definitely that was definitely his idea. And as soon as he was I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, this song was kind of weird because the picture was definitely like, and that's why I was so excited when I texted him that morning because I, I kind of had the essence of that chorus and like the, 
you know, it was actually a little bit inspired by uh, Buck Cherry a little bit, like the kind of the all night long. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where it does, it kind of starts with the vocal or whatever. But, you know, I remember having that chorus idea, but I didn't really know where I wanted to go exactly on the verse vocally. And then I remember Jordan came in real strong with a really good verse kind of hook, like hook and the lyrics and the verse too and everything. So, like he said, it was very like mutual, like really good collaboration, but it was just, it was just one of those songs that just kind of went very, very naturally. And actually, and the, where, you know, the inspiration was kind of also came from me thinking about, okay, we have a lot of riffy songs on this album and I kind of want one that's very just banger, kind of like strummed out more, a little more straight ahead, you know, just kind of like an anthem kind of thing. So, yeah, that's the perfect word. It is, it is an anthem song for, for me. And I've listened to like, I think most of the songs feel all right to me. It's like, I think that's the song that, 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 that that's got hit potential. That's the kind Thank of song you. that can take off. You just gotta, it's, it's gotta, hit. it's kind of like the like the TikTok algorithm. You know, you just gotta hit that algorithm yeah. with it, man, and just get it. To, once it gets rolling, I think that could, that song could take off. Is there anybody spinning your stuff anywhere? I mean, I just like in the old days. There's radio stations and shit, but they're just pretty much. Yeah, like, we got a few stations. Yeah, you want to take this one, Austin? Yeah, we got um, 97X in uh, Panama City, which is like kind of where we're from, you know, uh, that kind of the panhandle area. They're, uh, they're playing, they've got like, I think four of our songs on full rotation. And then the 99 Rock is our other rock station. They, they've added two of our songs as well. I think they have something real and, and feel all right. So, nice. um, but, and that's just all based off program directors liking what we're doing. You know, we're, we're not running major label radio campaigns and things like that. So this is really just from, uh, just good response, you know, from the music, which is which is very humbling for sure. And yeah. uh, we do we just recently signed on with a new team for the next release, so they're going to help us a little bit more with the with the new stuff. And so we definitely hope to get a lot more stuff added, you know, to radio. But we've had a lot of we've had a lot of good support from our local rock stations. That's good and very important too. What I'm going to do for you guys too is I'm going to definitely put your music into Brent Michaels' ear because. Pete Evick, his guitar player, is a really good friend, a really good friend of mine, in fact. And also Brad Arnold from Three Doors Down. Um, he, I've, been, I've known him since 2005. We've known each other, and um, he's been on my show a few times too. But I, I can do that's one thing I can do for you guys. Well, obviously, you know this is a music business, so you can never make promises. But what I can promise you, I can get your music into some ears of some people that's that's got good resumes and. Hit, hit songs and stuff. You never know because Three Doors Down still touring. Brett Michaels is still touring. You know yeah. they could be looking for somebody to, to hit the road with them. You know, and you guys are out of Pensacola. Yeah, correct. That's not that far from you know because Brett Arnold and Three Doors Down are Mississippi guys, and um and uh, Brett Michaels plays all the time down in the coast in Biloxi and and that's where I live. I live in, in Mississippi. Um, so yeah, I could I, I would be. Definitely glad to do that for you guys. Very much appreciated. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. All right, man. Getting down to the end of this thing here. Um, is there any songs that we haven't talked about you guys wanted to particularly hit on before we start wrapping this up? We have a new song coming out on St. Patty's Day. This song will be called Swing Away. <laughs> we got a full <laughs> music video and everything. It's all dropping at the same time, and this is... This song, man, you're going to love it. Really? You're going to love it. So you're going to yeah, drop a video with it? 
very catchy. Yes, sir. The whole, it's very catchy, yes, very, uh, it's kind of a statement song for us, you know, it kind of shows that we're not necessarily a, a one trick pony. We kind of just, we have a lot of influences, but we, we really just write whatever comes out. Yeah. And sometimes it sounds one way and sometimes it sounds another way. And we just, uh, so like Jordan said, we're very excited about it. It's a, it's a fun, strong, um, catchy song. So we're, yeah, we're excited about that. Um, St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. So that's when it's come out of St. Patty's Day. What about, um, what about live performances? You guys got any shows coming up you want, you want to touch on? We have a, uh, we, we're going to have a tour announced soon. We're still, our, our agent's still working on it, but uh, probably within the next week or so, we're going to have that announced. So we're looking at around yeah, summertime. Yeah, we're looking at around summertime for that. And then we have, we do have, uh, we're live at Club LA in Destin, Florida, April 7th. And then we're doing a show for the Monsters of Rock pre-party, um, April 27th, I believe is yeah, April 27th, um, down in Cocoa Beach. So we have those two one-offs, and then we're kind of looking at hitting the road in the summertime, and then uh, obviously releasing a bunch of new music as well. So that's awesome, man. Well, hopefully you guys can get around the uh, Central Mississippi and New Orleans, South South Mississippi. I'll definitely actually, I'd even I'd even road trip out to uh, Pensacola to see you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, Yep. All right, man. So uh, tell everybody out there where they can get your music, where they can visit your website, merchandise, all that stuff. Yeah. So it's um so gunshineband.com is our website, and that kind of has everything. It's got all of our social media, all of our our merch on there. But we're on we're on every social media platform: TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, if you look for us, you'll find us soon. Yeah. Yep. Just Google is your friend, folks. Gunshine band. Hey man, had a lot of fun, you guys. Um, definitely come Absolutely. on back. Thanks for having us. Yeah, come back. Come back once you uh, after you drop the new music and you got some new stuff to talk about. I'd love to have you guys come back. That would be great, man. Appreciate you having us, and uh, yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Absolutely, sure. fellas. Yeah. You guys be safe and keep putting out that kick-ass music, bro. Try and stop me. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, y'all. Take care, yeah, man. man. Uh, all right, we'll talk to you.